0: doesn't like going out and having a glass of wine and celebrating liberty well if you're in alameda county don't worry I have an amazing event for you coming up on Sunday, October 3rd at 1 p.m., the 15th Annual Wine and Liberty Celebration at Westover Vineyards Winery, sponsored by the Libertarian Party of Alameda County. Questions? Email Elizabeth Stump, LPAC Vice Chair at chair at lpac.us. We can become great at doing the the things that we do well, the things that we focus on. Like I'm, I think our audience is great at selling liberty. I think we have been amazing at doing that. Welcome to the Brian Nichols Show, your source for common sense politics on the We Are Libertarians Network. As a sales and marketing executive in the greater telecommunications cybersecurity industry, Brian works with C-level executives to help them future-proof their company's infrastructure for an uncertain future. And in each episode, Brian takes that experience and applies it to the liberty movement. You start to ask questions that piques interest and get him to feel like, okay, this guy's actually got something that maybe can help me out. And then in your asking of questions and trying to uncover the real problems, build that natural trust. I know I went in the monologue there, man. (laughs) Instead of focusing on simply winning arguments or being right, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and their application in the world of politics, showing you how to ask better questions, tell better stories, and ultimately change people's minds. And now, your host, Brian Nichols. Well, happy Wednesday there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show. Hope you're doing well, and uh, hope you had a great end of August. Happy September. What? It's September 1st. And yeah, by the way, did you check out, I don't know if you heard, we're, we're doing the show seven days a week. Yeah, that that that's a thing that's happening. Yesterday, Jeremy Todd was on the program. He told some really fun stories uh, in terms of... Of The stuff that might be missing right underneath your nose so make sure if you uh, didn't check out uh, our brand new daily version of the show starting yes yesterday you go back and check out that episode and today well yeah I promised a guest one Adam Kriegler unfortunately we did have a couple issues there with scheduling also I my brain just like turned into mush when I was announcing him a couple of shows back. Adam's not a Bitcoin expert, no, he's part of um, the Adam Krigler Show, and uh, instead, Donnie Gabbard, who is going to be coming on the show here on Friday, he is a Bitcoin expert, I just decided, in my mind, to make them one person, but anyways, with that being said, uh, no guest today for the, uh, the Brian Nichols Show, instead... You're going to have a one on one with yours truly, and we're going to show you kind of what I do with my sales team. And uh, when we do the morning sales huddle over at the Brian Nicholas Show every morning around 6 a.m. or so Eastern, I am firing out a quick morning email to uh, my email subscribers and also those who have signed up for our ebook, The Four Easy Steps You Can Implement Now to Help Sell Liberty to Friends and Family. If you sign up for that ebook, yes, you did get entered there to uh, get the amazing uh, brand new morning sales huddle. And I guess it's brand, not really brand new, it's like two months now uh, we've, we've been going. I actually went back and deleted um, some old emails and I was like, oh wow, we've been doing this for quite a while at this point because I saw a lot of old Brian Nichols show ones. So anyways, with that being said, what I wanted to focus on today is your cold call, right? Let, now, your cold call, <laughs> this is fun because this is, this is the day job, right? Then when I'm t- training my sales team, what we're talking about when we're cold calling is, this could be on the phone, it could be in in the, the you know, world of politics or the world of trying to change hearts and minds, just an initial conversation with a friend, that I guess would be a little bit more of a warm call, right? But at the end of the day, there are a couple of underlying things that the person you're speaking to wants to know, and there, there's three of them. So I'm going to do this, I'm going to share our awesome trusty screen of justice and truth number one folks want to know who you help so why do they want to know who you help why is that important well first they have to make sure they can see themselves being the person that you can actually help right you have to help paint that picture. So we talk about this a lot in sales, your buyer persona, your your verticals, who it is that you're not only going after, but the specific person that you're talking to. Who is it that you're helping? Number two. Oh, I did it twice. There we go. How you help. How you help. No, there you go. Grammarly's trying to correct me there. How you help. So this is where we can start to paint the picture in terms of what is it that we do? What value do we bring to the table? What problems do we solve? And this is the other important part is that it doesn't matter how great your solution is if, if there's not a problem you can identify or a problem that people can identify that needs solved. And sometimes it's on you to help show them, hey, here's a problem. Let's focus on this problem. Show them that the problem that has been there in their entire life, the thorn in their side that they thought was just normal, that it can be removed. So how you help. And then number three, how, there we go. How you've helped. Past tense. How you've helped. So this is telling a story. This is showing that you've done this in the past and it's explaining The person that you helped that should be like them, similar buyer persona with similar vertical, how you've helped similar to the problems that you should know, right? Or at least should know that people like them are experiencing challenges that companies like them are facing and then tell the story of how you've actually accomplished that. That's different. Than just talking about how great liberty is <laughs> right or just how great your product or service is now is everybody doing this no but that's why we need to do this because this is what works in the real world right in in the private sector where you don't have government to decide winners and losers. It's you creating value, and people not just seeing that value, but saying, "Yes, I'm willing to give something." Right? I'm willing to give a, a, a cost. What's the price that this is going to cost? And there's a lot to that. We talked about this in the morning sales call a couple of uh, a couple of emails back, right? What's what's that that time frame? That that um, that from when you actually make the the decision that you're going to start looking at options the energy, the time that you have to invest in not just looking at those alternatives but then actually making that switch and will it actually help? That's why it's important to show the how you help. So then let's go to the next part. So this next part is when we're framing the actual verbiage in a sentence. And I like to call this the and but therefore approach. And everybody who's listening to the show, I'm typing this. So if you want to see this version of the program, it's available over on YouTube. So it's uh, on the screen. But the and, but, therefore approach. So let's give an example, okay? Uh, we'll use the the industry that I call into. My my industry right now for my companies uh, in the sales and support world is telecommunications and cybersecurity. So I'll give you an example. Looking at the people... Who we help, right? So let's use this example. Our vertical is going to be, just for the sake of this example, we'll say healthcare, okay? (laughs) And then our buyer persona, we will say, more often than not, let's say a CIO, right? Chief Information Officer. So there we have the who we help. This is the people we, we help. How we help? How? Question mark. There we go. How we help? How we help? Well, let's just look at the case of healthcare companies. Well, right now, I know. And let's look at the problems that we know they're they're facing. Cybersecurity attacks on the rise. You have personal, uh, private client information. You also have government regulatory bodies that oversee a bunch of different uh, aspects of, of healthcare. care. Uh, you also have HIPAA compliances you have to make sure you maintain. If you are a hospital, you have all of the uh, important uh, operation tools that you need to make sure are, are maintained. Some of them use uh, internet services. So you have IoT, Internet of Things, you have uh, Wi-Fi portals. You have guests coming in and out. So you want to make sure that your your LAN is, and also your WAN is is protected from a security standpoint, um, but also that you're going to have enough bandwidth to support the, uh, the influx as technology grows and you have more web-based applications. So there's a lot of problems that I know a CIO from a healthcare company is going to be facing down the road. Or right now, right? What the med- immediate concerns. And that's where doing research, doing the digging is important. So we're going to do that digging. We're going to do some, some research. So how you're going to tell, in this case, we'll say help with cybersecurity And we'll just say voice or bandwidth. We go. How we've helped. How helped? Question mark tell a story. So this is where you go to your customer base. Now let's, let's talk to your, your politicos out there, right? Who's our customer base? Well, right now it's existing libertarians, right? If you're trying to get somebody to become a big L libertarian and telling them what the party is, but that's not what we're doing here. What we're trying to do is solve problems to the issues people face, right? So what we want to do is start to identify key problems that they are likely facing and then tell a story of someone like them who we've helped already. So let's tell a story. And I'll use a, a i will use uh actually have a, a company I've worked with in Delaware. So we'll say Delaware Healthcare Health, I can spell, Healthcare Company that I helped. Oh, I can't spell. I am the product of a public education. That's what my grandpa used to say. He still says it. Don't worry, Grandpa Nichols. Your sayings are fun. Um. All right. So let's just use this example. So I'm calling in to Bill Smith. Bill Smith is an. Uh, he's a CIO at a large healthcare company in name State, Maryland. He's in Maryland. So Bill, hey Bill, it's Brian Nichols calling from ABC Corporation. Did I catch you at a good time? Great. Bill, reason for my call. I've been working a lot with IT executives, specifically CIOs in healthcare. So there's the who. And what I've been helping with has been, number one, helping retool cybersecurity infrastructure, but also helping retool voice and data infrastructure for an uncertain future. So there's the uh, how I help. I was actually just working with a few CIOs, specifically a CIO for a healthcare company in Delaware, and we ended up working with them retooling their cybersecurity infrastructure because a neighboring and competing healthcare company had just got hit with a cybersecurity attack And it cost them over $300,000 to remediate. So I wanted to see if it makes sense to have a conversation to show how we might be able to help you out as well. Sound fair? So we've gone through who we help, how we're helping them, and how we've helped someone like them. But let's take it a step further. Let's implement now the and, but, therefore approach into this. Because we can make that even better. So, what we want to start out with is talking about what are usually the goals of the person we're talking to, right? Now, this is when you go from like the good good pitch to the great pitch. So, what is it that a CIO wants to make sure they have happen? Well, based on my experience with people I've talked to in healthcare, specifically CIOs, this is me talking to you guys, uh, they know that they have a long-term vision they have to maintain, they have to coordinate with a variety of other sea level executives. So it's like steering multiple ships toward the same direction. So they're looking for something to help make their lives easier and to make the initiatives that they've been tasked with from other sea levels also easier. So if I can already start out my conversation, and that's what we're trying to have as a conversation, with this as likely the premise they already understand that I know more than your average person who's just calling in and pushing a product, right? And that ends up pushing the features and benefits. Instead, what, what am I doing? I'm going ahead and I'm starting to show I'm an expert. I'm branding myself by the questions I'm asking and the context of the question I'm presenting. So we can say to them, hey, Bill, Brian Nichols calling from ABC Corporation. Did I you a good time? Great. Bill, I want to touch base. So I've been having conversations with CIOs in healthcare specifically. And, there's the and, what I'm hearing is that they want to make sure that their strategic vision, specifically from a cybersecurity, but also a business continuity, voice, and data perspective, is well planned for an uncertain future. But... And here's the conflict, right? We're adding the conflict in. But they're often faced, and this is where we can look for an objection, right? This is the, the, the fun part. Because now we can almost block an objection before it becomes an objection. So instead of saying, you know, oh, the objection will get down the road, we'll face it then. Let's think of the most common objections. So right now I know the main issue people are having is trying to get budgeting, work because of the uncertainties with COVID? How is it going to impact their fiscal year next year? They don't know. Does anybody really know? So what we can do is address that in the butt. But the problem they're finding is that other C-levels, specifically in finance, are having trouble with planning for budgeting. So they're not getting the needed budgets to achieve those strategic goals. So there's our conflict. Therefore, resolution, right? Therefore, they've been working with us at ABC Corp. And what we've found is that they've been able to not only accomplish their strategic goals, but also address those budgeting concerns by finding more creative ways to accomplish and achieve the exact same solutions they are looking for at a much more cost-effective price. Would it make sense to have a, a conversation to see if we could help you out as well? Right? So, it's a different conversation. It's a different approach to how we do things. <laughs> right? This, And I know half of you in the politics world, which is almost all of you, are like, Brian, what? How does this work? How, how does this apply to what we're doing here in the liberty world. Well, I'll tell you how. Because just like when I'm talking to my buyer, in this case, my prospect, who is a CIO in the healthcare company, I need to know who I'm talking to in politics on the issues that they care about, the issues that specifically matter to them. What problems are they having? Not what problems do I think that they should be concerned about maybe that aren't directly impacting them but they, should, they they need to be aware and they need to get outraged none of that no what specific problems do you have a solution for that they are currently facing that is who you're trying to address as your target market and here's a thing that we need to kind of address as a movement Not everybody is our target market and elephant in the room. There are certain folks out there who are more our target market than others. And that's okay to acknowledge. We have to acknowledge that. If we don't acknowledge it, we're ignoring reality and we're just going to be hurting ourselves going forward. So I'm going to encourage you to take what we talked about today by talking about knowing how to have these conversations by presenting not only who you help, how you help, and how you've helped, but by also showing that you can ask those questions in the and, but, therefore manner and really hit people where it matters, in that emotion, right? And we'll end with this. We know that facts don't care about your feelings. I've teased Ben Shapiro a lot recently, and, and I think it's because We see too often than not, people do revert back to this mentality that, well, we need to good idea people to death, and facts and figures people to death, but at the end of the day, facts and figures don't sell. See, we make our decisions based on emotion, especially in the buying cycle, and then we rationalize after the fact with those facts and figures. That's why it's important because people make business arrangements with those that they know, like, and trust, right? Notice how the dollar amount, the features and benefits had nothing to do with who they do business with, right? Just because you have the best ideas does not inherently mean that people are instantly going to be gravitating towards you. And until we acknowledge that, and until we know how to take these ideas that we have and specifically enter into the markets that we need to address based on the issues that they see around them right you want to talk about pro 2a go talk about two pro uh, pro 2a to people who are having that conversation but don't go into a complete you know a uh, uh you know anti 2a rally and expect to be able to change people's minds unless you're going in and asking genuine questions and showing that you're genuinely curious, right? Going back to the ideas of empathy as we've been talking about with our friend Jeremy Todd. So, with all that being said, yes, that's a lot to uh digest, so please make sure you hit the star button on your podcast catcher so that you don't miss this episode and it is stored there in your podcast feed to listen back to. Cuz I think this is one of those episodes it will be great for just listening to, getting better at, and and I will challenge you as we leave the episode today, what are you going to do to make yourself better the rest of this week, right? I didn't expect to have a one-on-one with you today, but I know I ask you guys every single night at 9 o'clock on Twitter, what did you do great today? What did you do great today? Why is that important? Because I don't want to foster this just constant negativity Constant berating constant going after other people constantly telling people what you're doing is a waste of time No, let's as I hit my mic. Let's build up Solutions and support and praise those who are going out and building solutions and are actively trying to be great let's encourage a culture of of not just winning as Spike Cohen puts but a culture of greatness let's start showing that our ideas do win because they're great and they're winning and having success because they're great let's raise that culture up so folks if you enjoyed the episode please go ahead give us a share find me at b Nichols liberty but with that being said coming up on thursday i know what it's just so weird to have us having that many shows, but yes, Thursday, Jeremy Todd is returning to the program, returning to talk, I don't know, something sales, he always has a great conversation with you guys, Uh, and I say that after one conversation, because he's Jeremy Todd, and he's awesome, so with that being said, thank you for joining us on our uh, ad hoc one-on-one special, so that being said, Brian Nichols signing off here on The Brian Nichols Show, we'll see you Thursday. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe. Want to help us reach more people? Give the show a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe, too. Find us at com and download the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow me on social media at liberty and consider donating to the show at com forward slash support. The Brian Nichols Show is supported by viewers like you. Thank you to our patrons, Daryl Schmitz, Laura Stanley, Michael Lima, Mitchell Mankiewicz, Cody Johns, Craig DaCosta, and the We Are Libertarians Network. Audio production for The Brian Nichols Show is brought to you by DB Podcast Audio. Learn more by emailing inquiries to william at dbpodaudio.com.